Mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. Mortar Masters Podcast, your host, main of course. Hey, man, um, another thinking out loud. This is a special edition. Before I get started, though, I want to say, listen, man, you see the sweatshirt I got on? Lovely sweatshirt, man. Go to uh, Design Lux LLC on Facebook. Go like the Facebook page. They made this sweatshirt. It's dope. The fabric is amazing. It feels amazing. I feel bigger. You know I ain't got muscles, but I feel like I got some under the sweatshirt. <laughs> under the sweatshirt. Um, if you're in the holiday spirit, they got some um, Christmas uh, sweatshirts they're doing, hoodies and things of that nature. So make sure you go over there. I will have the Etsy link on the underneath this video. So you want to go shop it, you can go shop it. If you want to get a Morning the Master sweater, you want to get a, a, your own custom-made sweater or sweatshirt, hoodie, whatever you want to do, um, definitely shop Design Lux and go like the um, page on Facebook ASAP. ASAP. Uh, without further ado, I want to get into something real quick. You know, uh, First of all, I want to make this, this is dedicated to my daughter. Uh, I ain't know what I want to do this thinking out loud. You know, like I said, I had the sweatshirt. It was amazing. I got inspired. Anytime I get clothes or some kind of clothing or anything new that I can support, I get inspired to do a, a thinking out loud. And I use that that moment to actually, you know, support that brand or support that entity, whatever it is, whether it's a hat, sweatshirt, I don't care if somebody gave me a bracelet, whatever, I'm going to wear it and I'm going to flaunt it um, while I express myself. And... When I got this, I was thinking, okay, what can I do? What can I do for my thinking out loud? I wasn't really, I didn't have nothing. And I got inspired because, well, when this drops, of course, my daughter's birthday. You know what I'm saying? And she's going to be 10 years old now. 10 years old. And I don't know. It's like, uh, I remember when I turned 10, you know, my pops, uh, I don't want to talk bad about my pops. I love my pops to death. But my pops, you know, I remember calling him and saying, yo, you know, uh, you know, um, it's my birthday whatever. And I think he thought my birthday the day after or the day before or something like that. I don't know. He got it mixed up, whatever, which is cool. I know. Now that I'm a parent, I understand how things like that can happen. I, but I try my best not to let that happen for me, whatever, right? But I remember him making a big deal, like, yo, you're you going to be in double digits now. You're going to be in double digits. And I never thought about it like that until I, until he said it. And with my daughter, like, being 10 now, and I, and even the last two years, anybody notice, I, I don't post her as much as I post my youngest one. And one of the reasons being is because, well, I'm a, and I'm talking to Brooke in this episode too, by the way. But one of the reasons being is because she started to develop so so young that it was shocking to me. Like it's like one day I posted her and she was a kid, and then the next day I posted her and she was like she looked grown, like to me. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta hide you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gotta hide you somewhere. I can't have people out here looking at you. So and then she's a beautiful, you know, she's a beautiful girl. Both of my kids are beautiful. Um, I was blessed enough to have, you know, beautiful children and and I mean real beautiful, not like not like beautiful, like, you know, they're beautiful me because they're mine or my creation. I mean like beautiful. Like I can look at them and I see the beauty in them, you know. And uh I know people can too. So I try to, you know, I definitely try to uh tie her away a little bit, but then I can't because I feel bad. I always feel like I gotta have balance. And this is, goes into something she taught me. So my thinking a lot here is first I wanna say, first off, happy birthday to you, Brooke. Happy birthday. Um I, it's like yesterday when you was born, you know, I, I just remember it. I'm Not even when you was born, when I found out I was having you, I remember that day like it was nothing. And I'm going to go ahead and say it on camera because I never said it on camera before, right? So everything go full circle. And everybody know I help take care of my grandma, my mom and stuff now. And my grandma's not all the way there no more, you know what I'm saying? She's going through dementia. But in 2011, I remember going to my grandma's house. I always checked on my grandmother. So this story checked out with me in my life 100%. Nobody can take that away from me. I always, always, always check on my grandmother, like all the time. 
And so I owned the restaurant at the time, um, helped own a restaurant called Gary's Hamburgers. So when I would leave, I would bring her some food. I'd bring her a hamburger, some chicken strips, something just so she could share the cook that day. And I remember we was in there, and um, she goes, she just looks at me. She says, you having a baby? She pregnant? I'm like, no, we don't. What are you talking about? Like, why, are you, why are you bringing it up? Chill. And so I remember going home, and obviously, you know, Brooke's mom, I, I, Brooke, your mom, you know, I was, we, we were together at the time. So I remember coming home, and I'm like, yo, my grandma asked me if, if you're pregnant today. You know, I'm just like, like why is she asking me whatever? And at the time, it didn't dawn on me, but I remember uh, your mom not really laughing at the joke. I thought the joke was funny because I thought it was a joke. You know what I'm saying? I remember your mom not laughing a lot, not laughing a lot. And I was like, okay, whatever. We went to the movies that day and stuff. I remember we were sitting in the room watching TV. Eat, we were watching some movie, eating something, eating pizza or whatever. And I remember she just left and never came back. And then she texted me and said, I'm pregnant. So, um, and that was, that's just a story. I mean, it's no, no, no punchlines like, I'm pregnant, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I loved you from the moment I knew I was having you. I, that, it was never, I never was upset about it, you know. And, as, and I always say it's a tale of two. My two kids are a tale of two different people or two different feelings because, from one, I felt totally different than one I felt a whole another whole another way. Like I was so in tune with everything with Brooke. I went to all the appointments. I knew the appointments ahead of time. I was just I don't know, I was in a different space. I was excited, you know what I'm saying? Even though I felt like technically speaking, I might have not been ready, but I was just ready to see her, to meet her, see how she was gonna look. Like I was just it's your first, like you just antsy. Like every all the questions that I had, I wanted to be answered every day. I wanted you to come be healthy though, but you know, come early if you, if you could. I wanted to see you, so um, shout out to you for that. You know, happy birthday to you, man. Uh, I love you to death. So, um, without further ado, I want to get into something. So, you're turning 10 years old, so I wanted to talk about 10 things that you've taught me through whether it's parenting you, whether it's through just talking to you, seeing you, being around you, or I feel like you had a me for raising you had a had, had a hand in doing this thing. So, um, the very first thing I want to talk about is just uh, balance in life. So when you was born, of course, I always say this, man, you know, you could say that you helped raise your siblings all your life all you want. And it's not no shot to nobody. Raising your siblings is not the same thing as raising your kid. And I I used to think the same thing. My my, my mom would say that, you know, you know, Don, look at you as a dad. And and I, I liked that at the time because I'm young, like, where I'm doing this, I'm doing right, I'm responsible, I'm mature. But really, no. I'm not his dad because at any given moment I could say, hey, go ask your mom. Or I could say, I ain't, uh, I ain't doing that if I wanted to, you know? And so, but I did think, I do think that prepared me for, for dealing with, you know, dealing with having a kid and parenting. But when I finally had you, when I finally had you, I had to learn how to balance everything else I was doing because I still was a kid. I was 21. Um, well, you think you've grown, but you don't know it all. So I'm still maturing. I'm still reflecting on life. I'm still trying to fix maybe mistakes that I made when I was 16, 17, 18, 19 because you want to grow and you want to evolve. But meanwhile, I got a whole life that I'm in control of. Like, this is all on me. Me and uh, me, and, me and your mom, but essentially on me. I, I put all of it on me. So it taught me balance because I had to balance out being a brother to Don, being a brother to Ty, being a son, um, you know, just being everything that I was, I was, but but offsetting it because of all of them things that I was for a long period of time, whether it's 10, 20 years, 15 years, 16 years, I've been business. Being a father had to come first. It had to trump everything. And that was life. That was new to me. That life as I knew it was over. 
So you taught me that, like, to balance life. And that's why even now, like, I can balance my day. I can do, people say, how you get so much done? It's like, I really, I really just start saying, like, you know, Brooke, because without her, I would never know how to balance life. Like, what's important? What can wait? What can hold off? What can't hold off? You know, like, you learn that through parenting sometimes. It's just life in general, but my life involved me being a younger parent. And, you know, I, I definitely commend you. And I, I give that, I give all, all, all that credit to you. So thank you for that. Um, the second thing, love, protection. Um, I was, I was, I was, I wasn't sure about one of the counters as two, but I'm counted as, as one. Love and protection. When I say that, I mean like, you know, I love my mother. I love my brother. Everybody know I love Don. Like, everybody know that. I love Ty. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know I love Ty. Um, love and protection, um, just in a different sense. I love my siblings to death, my mother to death. My mother's love is a little different. You know, she always told me if something happened, take the take the two, take your siblings and go. You know, but that that's a different love because she told me to do that, right? With my daughter, though, love and protection, like, my protection is different. I feel like people think, and that, this is, like, from a Lauryn Hill song, too, people think that um, being able to die for somebody is a, a form of love and protection, and it is. It's one form, but it's very harder to live for somebody. Like, that's harder to do, and I think my, my daughter definitely told me that because a lot of things that, whether it's get money quick schemes that you you know you can do, you know you can pull off, you can't do those no more. You can't do certain things no more because you got to live for somebody. So, and, and if I and if I love her, if I want to protect her, the best way I can protect my daughter is to be here for her, is to be here, to be present, be in her life, show her things, teach her things. Like that's what I mean by love and protection. Not so much carrying a gun or you know fighting somebody off or if we in danger, uh, t- risking my life to save hers. But more so to not make sure she's never in danger. Make sure I'm there so that she can read the danger and go the opposite way. Like to actually teach her, train her, be a parent. That's that's what she's taught me. Like I th- I think that that's important. A lot of time when I started getting into media, a lot of times in media, what I what I noticed or what I saw was that people was dying before their kids was born, and that threw me off. And that's why I started getting into media in the first place because I was like in the event. Like, from, from the first moment I knew I was having a kid, I started doing videos and stuff, like me being on camera, just like this, which is why this all go full circle, right? It's crazy. But I always say any event that something happens to me before she gets here, I want her to know how I am. I want to have some morals and principles set in place so she could say, well, my daddy always said this, even if she don't ever meet me. She could say, daddy said that, so I'm going to go off that. Before she was born, I was I had this thought and mindset. So that love and protection came before I even saw who she was, before I met her any sonogram, just knowing that I was having a kid on the way. I didn't know I was having a daughter, son, nothing. Just knowing that I did that. And a lot of times I'm happy with the decisions I made and choices I chose not to do, mainly because, you know, when I see her and we talk about things, and she said, well, Dad, let me tell me this. Like, Dad, let me know that love and protection I'm talking about is there because it's instilled in her. She's saying this because you said that. She's, she's doing this because you did that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that if I wasn't present in her life like there in that moment so um thank you for that as well Brooke. i'm gonna say thank you every time i'm sorry um the third thing i'm trying to go in order too i got 10 things written down i'm trying to go on third thing selflessness oh my god selflessness um i've never been a selfish person honestly i probably had more time being selfish after you were born but still when i say you taught me selflessness it's just like um sometimes you think about you yourself a lot. I think about okay, what can I do to do this? Or like, how can I get this? How can I get this? But from the moment you were born, it all became was 
How can I get this for my daughter? How can I get this for her? What can I put aside for her? Like, how much do I need to put aside for her? When I get checks now, it's not about paying my bills and how much I can keep. It's about paying my bills and, okay, what does she need? What what do she need? Like, how am I going to get this for her? What kind of Whether it's a toy, whether it's essential things, so soap, water, whatever, food. It just becomes one of them things. And then, like like I said, not living for yourself. I want to live for myself. I lived for my kids, but my kid at the time, you know. Um, so, yeah, you told me that, like, selflessness was a big thing. And I think that you can you can not be selfish and still learn selflessness. And don't get me wrong, Brooke, as I'm talking to you and the people watching or whatever, I'm well aware that a lot of stuff I'm saying, um, you're not going to catch right now. You're not going to understand right now. But I also like to plan ahead. So, like, in the future, if anything ever happened to me or if it's a time where I just can't talk or I can't say certain things to you, I hope things like this like find find this way to you so that you can reflect on it and you know be like okay my dad did say that I might didn't say it too directly like in person in real time but you know I know everything I'm saying here at some point you're gonna have to understand what it means whether you want to or whether you just do it on, on your own um but yeah I'm sorry the next one um for patience oh god I've never been I've never in my life been an impatient person. So when I'm saying patience, I'm not saying that you taught me patience. But you taught me when to be patient and when it's okay to not be patient. So I always bring up the story of me owning the restaurant because I felt like a lot of issues that I had with what was going on with that restaurant, a lot of problems that I had that could have been solved, a lot of things that I probably could have fixed to, have, to live a better life, I didn't do because I was so laid back. I was so patient. I was so like, whatever happens, happens. Or I'll wait to talk about this. Like, I got tomorrow. When really you didn't have, I didn't have tomorrow. I, tomorrow came and, I, and everything was gone. By the time I had you, you I didn't have nothing. So you taught me, like, the fact that I have a daughter now, it's going to be times where patience ain't going to work for me. Whether it's I, I, I got paid and I need my check, I need my money on, on Saturday or Friday, and they saying, well, we'll get to you next week. It's okay to not be patient at that point because I got somebody I got to take care of. I got a mouth I have to feed. I have somebody who needs me or that's depending on things to get done on my end. So you taught me, like, it's okay to not be patient. But all my life, all my life, my mom, like, she, she's she's impatient, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I always felt like I have to be the opposite of that because sometimes I see her get rowdy when she wasn't, when she wasn't, when things didn't go where she needed to go for certain times. But now that I'm older, and even me now, like, even you, you teaching me that. You just told me just now. So now it's 11 things. But now that I'm older, you know, I realized that my mom wasn't impatient. It's just that things had to be done. It was things relying on her to get X, Y, Z done. And she couldn't have patience for that particular time or that particular thing or that particular moment. And that's okay. So you definitely taught me that. Like, patience, it's, you got to pick and choose when to be patient. It's okay to be patient. It's okay. Nothing wrong with having patience. Patience is virtual. But it's also times where you need to put your foot in the gas. And you taught me that. Time. Um, speaking of patience, right? Time. Time. Um, One thing I say is like, when when I found out we was having Bailey, I realized how much time I spent with you. And I realized how much um, I couldn't run away from a lot of the problems that I wanted to run away from. Because I would... I would go to Atlanta every other weekend, right? I go to Atlanta every weekend. And you'll come with me because so we, we just spend time together. Like, we'll come, we'll play uh, Wizard of Oz, the soundtrack, drive to Atlanta, go see your aunts, you know, uncles, whatever. And I just remember those moments because, like, you was always with me, like, always with me. It's to the point where, like, people always say, you know, 
Do your kids live with you? But I tell them all the time, like whether whether it's Brooke or Bailey, whatever. Like I have my kids damn near every day. If I don't, if they don't have my kids, because I'm either working a crazy amount of hours that day, or it's something that's stopping me from from getting them, or they just want to be somewhere else, which is fine too. But nine times out of ten, I got I got them. You know what I'm saying? But just teach me that you taught me like time meant a lot because. Our relationship, I feel like, is very strong. Like, I can go two, three days without talking to you, you know what I'm saying, or not seeing you, and I just miss you. Like, And, and I, I can feel it, too. Even when you was younger, right, like, I would always see you every day when you was younger. Like, I'll come to the house every day. Whether me and mom was cool or not, I come there every day and speak to you and see you. But the point of the time, because what happens is I get off work, I'm tired, you know what I'm saying, I had a long day, but I knock on that door, I ring the bell, my signature ring or whatever, and I hear them footsteps running down to the door, like, knocking on the door, like, daddy, 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 daddy. Like, that let me know that, you know, that time is important. That time is important because even though I'm tired and I'm drained, the fact that, you know, I got the way with all to say, you know what, I'm going to go see my daughter still. And the fact that you're excited to see me, it's like, it just melt my heart, man. You know what I'm saying? So definitely taught me the importance of time, um, making time for, for things you need to be around, making time for things you need to see. Making time for people who need to be around you, you know. So, I love you for that. Um, memories. Uh, this is quick memories. But if you look for something for me from like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, you ain't going to find a lot of pictures of me. You're not going to find a lot of pictures and all the videos. And I think that you taught me that, to make memories. Because I wish I had a lot of memories from people that mean, what I mean to you, there's people that's not my parents that mean that to me. And I wish... Especially now more than ever, especially this year. It's been a hard year for me. But like now more than ever, I wish that I I I made more memories. You know what I'm saying? I wish I made memories. But what I can say is me being younger before I had you and then having you, I try to make memories out of anything. And you know that. I put my phone out, I'm making videos. Um, even when you were born, I mean you your life is documented from zero to about four five years old. I documented over three months, three to six months, nine to twelve months. Half year, two years old, this birthday party, I documented so much of that stuff. It's all on YouTube. Me and you watch it back a lot of times. Like, memories is a big thing. And I know, like, we watch it back and we have fun. We we laugh and, and we, we watch and see the stuff you did then versus now. Your voice then versus now. And that stuff melt my heart, you know, make me, make me sad and stuff. But at the end of the day, I know it's important to have. My family did that a lot of times. They had a camcorder. We got a bunch of tapes of, like, Memories of kids, uh, cookouts and holidays, and I I know for a long time in my life I didn't do those things. Even though we had the kind of technology to do it, I didn't do that. But one thing I can say you brought to my life was the 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 importance of making memories. It's very important to make memories because, like I said, we're not always going to be here all our life. And then sometimes you might be going through something where you need to see those memories. A lot of times when I'm going through something, I'm depressed or I'm sad. I'll go watch videos of you. I'll go watch. You know, videos of me, you, and your sister, or whatever. Like, I I watch them video because those are happy moments. Those are times where, even if I was depressed, like I, it's a happy moment for y'all. A happy moment for y'all is always gonna be a happy moment for me. So, or for you rather. All right. Um, number seven, purpose. Um, yeah. So one of the things you taught or gave me was uh, you gave my life new purpose. And I say that in the sense of I'm trying to block my I'm trying to block my logo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I say that in the sense of you know, before you were born, you know what I'm saying? I was a big brother, so that's what I was known. I was a big brother. I was a good cousin. 
but you gave my life new purpose. Like being a, a great father or being uh, just a father, but a great father, a father that's loved, a father that's praised, whether it's from you, whether it's from family, whether it's from strangers, that it just, it just, it just, it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling. Like I said, because that's something that you don't have no choice to. It's life that's not good parents. It's life that's not good parents. And I'm, for me to not be one of those people that's not a good parent and just be winging it, because like I said, nobody got the answers, just winging it on my own, I, I mean, I love it. I love it. And I think that you gave my life that new purpose. Like um, a lot of times, like I said, for, for a long time, I thought that protecting somebody and loving somebody was dying for them. But you gave my life new purpose. Like, nah, you can't die. You can't. You can't take that risk. Like, if if the risk involves probably a loss of your life, it ain't worth it because you got to be here for this person. You got to be here for this person, you know? And then, like, you being so smart, oh, my God, you just, you, and I, one thing I say about between you and, and Bailey, like, one thing I will say is I think at this age, you definitely, you, you're more book smart than Bailey is, but um, Bailey's definitely, like, smart in the sense of societal type thing like just knowing her knowing how to read the room she's smart in that way but you were very very book smart and that was that it just shocked me because like, i feel like every day you got smarter smarter sometimes i'm like yo where you learn this at like am i, am I not around you know what i'm saying like you I, I know i'm around but it's like damn where am i at that yesterday you didn't know this but now you know your abcs it's just it's just crazy that way man but um the last two last two oh last three i'm sorry um reality versus imagination so you taught me that and the reason why I say this is because it's like this, right? I'm going to say this. Hopefully, you can get this far, but I'm going to say this anyway. I know I joke with you a lot, and I say, you know, no date until you're 30. Don't kiss nobody until you're 50 years old. You know, none of that stuff. And I, I really hope that. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I ain't going to lie. It'd be nice. But um, reality versus um, imagination is, you know, in reality, I want you to be happy with everything you do in life. And um, I know that it's going to be a point in time in your life where you're probably going to, um, like, people you know and um yeah I, I mean i had to cross that bridge when i come to it but i just know that um but you looking at you like you you're a very pretty girl like you're beautiful so i just can't imagine i can't imagine you not going through um some stuff that uh i know kids at certain age gonna have to go through so um reality versus imagination just me having to swallow that pill i do it every day now because you are developing younger you look beautiful so i know that it's gonna happen at some point you know i know i can't it's inevitable i cannot not see it but i'm preparing myself for it so um that's a tough one i don't want to talk about that one honestly you know, we're gonna pass that um uh nine so the ninth one is um loving me or i so you taught me like for a long time i used to feel like you know, not saying anybody had to be perfect. I know there's no such thing as somebody perfect or a perfect person, but for a long time, I always felt that, um, whew, I always felt that, I felt I felt the need to be perfect. I always felt the need, because I didn't get in trouble. I did a lot of stuff, but I never got in trouble for it. And I always felt like that made me look perfect. Like, my cousins would tell you the same thing. It made him look perfect. And then when I had you, and life start life and, and you know, I'm making this decision and doing that and I am being making some selfish decisions, all that stuff like that. Like you realize, okay, well damn, you're not perfect. And people are starting to realize you're not perfect. And I was, you know, I was in the press just from not being perfect anymore. Cause I went from being a perfect person 
in my mind at least, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, but in my mind, to mess up, mess up, mess up, mess up. It's like it was a mess, right? But what you taught me is that um, the like regardless of all your imperfections, there's still room to be loved. You know, it's still it's still pieces of you to be loved. And I say that to say like in times where I was a rut, where I just know like. I wasn't doing right and I wasn't the best person to a lot of people. No matter what, every day, no matter what, I knock on that door, I ring that bell, I see you, it's all joy. You running to me, you smiling, you hugging me, you kissing me, you want me to stay with me, you don't want to leave me, you sleeping on me. It's like, it's like you loving me, but I'm I'm very, I'm very imperfect at this time. Like I'm just like, I'm not a good guy to be around. I'm not a good person to be around. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the most loving person in the world. But somehow, some way, like, you love me more and more each day. And so you definitely taught me that. Like, you taught me, like, you know, it's okay to be imperfect. It's like you can still be loved and not be perfect. And um, I appreciate you for that. And so the last thing, number 10, you know, this is the end here. The last thing is uh, you taught me um, um, how to lead. You know how to lead. Don't get me wrong. I was the man in the house at seven, um, but like I said, it's different when you owning a body. Like you own a life. Life is in your hands. Versus, yeah, I was the man in the house. But my mom held it down. Like I was the man in the house, but she was working. She brought the money. You know what I'm saying? I just had that title, the man in the house. It was just a title. They put that title on you. Boom. You're the next in charge. Your dad's not there no more. Okay, you, you man in the house. Or I'm, I'm an older brother. So. I was a more of a role model, so I made choices that he could see. I made choices that he could see to where he can make the better choices because I know he was seeing those choices, but I still made a lot of choices that he didn't see that weren't right. So I wasn't really leading still because a, a real leader is going to make them choices whether you're looking or not. So when I think about you, choices I made as far as leading, as far as like being a man, becoming a man, doing the right thing and just – you know, taking care of my responsibilities as a father, I made those choices whether you was there or not, whether you was looking or not, whether you was in the room or not, whether you're around or not, the choice is going to be the same. I don't have to, you don't have to be there physically for me to say, oh, okay, make sure she eats. No, I need to plan that before I even see you. I'm planning that if you, I'm planning what you're going to eat the next day before you even know about, you hungry that down. You know what I'm saying? So I think, um, and then like I said, I, ha- I got girls, so Having to learn how to lead, like having to mess up and say, okay, well, cool, let's, let's run this back because I, I got to make sure they don't encounter this. Or I got to make sure, like, I'm teaching you the right thing. So people say, you know, oh, you got patience. You're a good teacher, this, that, and third. I got daughters. Like, I have, to, I have to teach them. I don't have a choice but to have that kind of patience. I don't have a choice but to, you know, step back and say, hey, look, make sure, you know, I, I might pull over in a car sometime and say, y'all, y'all, if this happens, this is what you do. Like, it's a lot of times, and Brooke, you know, like, I'll sit you down and be like, hey, X, Y, Z, this is why we have to do this. So this is why this is done. And you'll laugh and you'll smile because you don't want to hear, but the real, in, real, in real reality, it's like, that's how I lead. You have to lead. I have to have grace with you. I have to be patient with you. If you notice, I don't scream at you. I barely yell at you. Never hit you. I let you learn on your own. You know what I'm saying? It's been times we have, we've had situations where I've had to, you know, teach you and maybe talk in more of a firm way to where you might didn't like it and you might have t- t- you know, teared up and stuff like that. But, and I always tell you, I hug you and stuff. I'll kiss you. I'm very affectionate with you. And I tell you, look, I ain't mad at you. But I got to make sure I tell you this because if this don't happen, if I don't say this and this happen, it's on me. 
So I have to. This part has to happen because if this part don't happen, all the parts that can happen, I can't stomach. I can stomach you crying because I understand that you know you're emotional right now from what I'm telling you. But I can't stomach what can happen if I don't do this step here. This step has to be done. And so you told me how to lead. Like I, I, for a long time in my life, I was more laid back. So like, I wouldn't even lead sometimes. Like I was somebody doing something or whatever. I know I could tell them, yo, don't do that. I didn't feel confident in, in leading all the time. I was that person. I played it back. Even if I even times where I should have been a leader, I wouldn't lead just because I, I didn't feel confident in leading. But having you, having you around, even now, like to this day, having you around, I feel so confident leading you. Um, I want to say one thing before we get out of here. I remember... <clears throat> I got a new position at my, my my job, and I would pick you up from school. And sometime before I left, I have to give notes to the people that I'm working with. So you know, I get them notes, or whatever. And I'm sorry, but I'm sorry for the light. I don't know if it's gonna mess anything up, but I give the notes or whatever, and I'll be like, um, I tell you, like, yo, I'm the manager. He's like, oh, so they they listen to you? They, take, they listen to you? And everything like, damn, you're right. Like that's crazy. Like it, I never looked at it that way until you said it that one time, and I was like, damn, that's wild. Like. They really do listen to me. Like I'm, I'm kind of over all these people out here. Like my direction is what's is what's making this run here, you know. So like you, you always give me confidence. So I want to end it there. You know, I just want to say, you know, happy 10th birthday. I love you to death. Um, but I'm gonna live for you more before I die for you, hopefully. And um, yeah, man, you 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 taught me a lot. More than 10 things, of course. I'm pretty sure I can think of 30 things you taught me. But you know. Um, I hope you have a happy birthday. Hope you get everything you wanted because you deserve it. And, um, yeah, man, you changed my life. I love you for it. And I'll never, ever, ever stop loving you.